Welcome, small business rock stars. I'm Bree Jones, owner and founder of Cash Strategies. I started my journey as a small business owner over 15 years ago when my husband and I left the corporate world to start our own design engineering and construction business. Whew, it's been a trek. We've personally been in debt over $100,000 more than once and gotten out of it more than once. Our business lost $2 million worth of cash and we made it back within 18 months. Successful and thriving would be how I describe my experience, but not without heartache and trials. Being part of a small business isn't for the faint of heart, and I've learned so much along the way about myself, about my family and friends, but especially how to manage cash. I created cash strategies to help small businesses manage their cash flow in order to avoid those sleepless nights worrying about financial stability and ushering in a new era where your company not only thrives, but also empowers you to live the life you've always desired. Our podcast explores all things cash flow, from budgets to forecasting income, to recording data and analyzing that data. My goal is to make cash flow fun and most importantly, understandable. I'm here to help, so let's get started. Hey, welcome back. Um, today, we're going to talk about three things you can do when you are in a, what I like to call a world of trouble or a world of hurt. I know that it's the holiday season here. Um, if you're listening to this live, I'm going to post it today, which is a Tuesday right after Thanksgiving. If you're listening to it recorded, it might not be the holiday season, but a lot of us coming into quarter four, a lot of us small business owners are one really excited because we've had a great year. Um, we're making some money. Quarter four is time to get ready for the new year and planning for the new year. And some of us are really nervous about whether we're going to be able to survive the next year and looking back on 2023 and saying, what could I have done better or what could I have done different? So I wanted to record this today um, to maybe get you thinking about your 2024 goals and maybe what you can do differently if you're in a world of hurt. And what I mean by that is not sleeping at night or not taking time for yourself and then not being present for your family or your friends um, or your animals. <laughs> I have lots of animals and just making sure that your business isn't overtaking your life because you started this. I think I started this uh, business to um, to to help my life, to make it so that I am free to spend time with the people and the things that I want to spend time on and um and have uh in, an independent life and sometimes our businesses can take over that and make it really really stressful and and we could have a really really stressful life whether that whether that means you're by yourself in your business or if you have employees and so first of all i just wanted to say one you're not alone we've all been there um we all understand that stress but what i want to try to prevent is that stress happening uh, over and over and over and over again. I think as a small business owner, I think we sign up for uh, stressful days and stressful nights and uh, maybe some sleepless days and sleepless nights. But what we don't sign up for is 
um, ulcers <laughs> for um, lots of emotional and mental breakdowns when things can't get better and don't get better. So that's what I sort of wanted to talk about today. No, it's a serious subject, but um, hopefully I can offer uh, three things that might help you out when you're in a world of hurt and a world of trouble. So first I wanted to take a moment and say that if you visit my Instagram page at Cash Strategies um, and you follow me on October 25th, I posted um, what the difference between revenue versus profit was. And I think, so the first thing that you can do to get out of a world of hurt is find out what you are doing that makes a lot of money. And what I mean by that is not a lot of top line money, but a lot of profit money, a lot of net income money. Um, there's a big difference on if you're in a world of hurt, concentrating on revenue and concentrating on profit. And the reason that is, is because if you're, if you're stressed out and you start concentrating on top line revenue and don't expand your workforce, don't expand your systems and don't expand the things that help make that top line revenue profitable, the stress increases. So if you've done that and you're feeling more stressed out, that's likely why. Um, if you concentrate on the things that make you money and after your business expenses, if you concentrate on your profitable things in your business, keeping your expenses the same, you will put money into your pocket and you will be able to pay your bills. So a couple things um, to talk about with that. One is that profit um, is, let me try to explain this a little better. So revenue is what's called top line. It's your sales, it's your income. It's when people say, what is your top line revenue? That is the number that you're giving to them. So in our company, we are, you know, we started out, our top line revenue was $250,000 a year. Um, now we would say we're between 15 and $20 million construction company. So that's your top line revenue. That's what you're um, telling probably your clients, probably what you're telling your customers. That's what you're making. Now your profit is what you're making after all you've spent and paid all of your vendors and paid all of your employees. So in order to find out what your profit is, one important thing to remember is that you need to know how to distinguish that. You need to know how to measure it. You need to understand that it's your money coming in minus your money going out and what's left over. So if you're not tracking that either by project or by product or wholly, it's gonna be really hard in a pinch to figure out what it is that's making you money. So the first thing I would say is find out what's making you money. But the very, very first thing I would say is tra start tracking that and chart tra tracking what is making you money. So I know 
that's a little step, you know, 1A. Um, but what I want you to remember is the difference between profit and revenue and the difference of understanding growth and your the health the financial health of your company. So revenue will grow you, profit measures the financial health of your company. So that's the first thing that you would do if you're in a world of hurt. You find out what's making your money and you go there. So an example of that would be if you have products, um, which product is making you that you have the biggest profit margin on that's making you the most money? Are you making, are you a craftsperson and you're making candles and you're making pot holders and you're knitting beanies? And let's say that those candles, the wax is really expensive. It takes you a long time to make it. And you're selling your candles, your pot holders, and your beanies all at the same price. Well, you're going to concentrate on not making those candles. If your beanies are the yarn is cheap, takes you really a short amount of time to knit a beanie really quickly. And again, you're, you're charging $10 for all of those products. You're going to make in the next month, you're going to make a lot more beanies than you are candles to get some money in the coffers because you're making more profit on those beanies than you are on the candles. Let's say that's a product situation. Let's say that you're providing a service. Let's say that you are a nail salon and your services that make you more money. Let's say that your pedicures are making more money than your manicures because people don't like their toenails designed as much as they like their fingernails, or you don't get tips on your toenails as much as you do on your fingernails. <laughs> I get my nails done. So I know the intricacies of manicures, although I don't know how much profit they're making, but in a general sense, I can imagine that maybe pedicures are make more money than manicures, although you would have to sit in those fancy chairs. But for this example, let's just say the pedicures make more. You would start advertising your pedicures more. You would start advertising, you would try to get people in the door for your pedicures. You would start putting more into the pedicure advertising to get more customers to take, to, to do the pedicures. Um, let's say that you are a tree trimmer or a landscaper and it costs way less for your company to trim trees than it does to put down sod. You're going to really march hard and heavy to get a bunch of tree trimming clients ready and going and lined up. So you, again, could put money in your coffers and, and be able to pay your bills be able to pay your employees and be able to pay yourself. So that's the first thing you need to do. You need to look at what's making you money and, and measure what is your most profitable and put all of your effort in the next, say, 30 days, 60 days, 90 days into selling what that is that's profitable. Um, secondly, I would say the number two step is to look at your expenses and cut anything that you don't need. 
typically in a business, your employees and yourself and your salary are the most expensive. So they could be anywhere from 50% of your expenses. If you're looking at a pie chart, 50% of your expenses could go towards your employees. And I'm including you in that, or, you know, all the way up to, I've seen like 90%. So you have to make a decision about about what side you're going to concentrate on if your employee expenses, if your salaries are most of the pie. Are you going to go after the little expenses in terms of saving on your sell bill or renegotiating your rent or cutting out all those subscriptions that you don't need? And while that's fantastic and you should be doing that and you should be doing it at, at every point, um, the question is, is whether that's going to make enough of a difference. So if you have a operating expense budget, that's, you know, $10,000, $6,000 is salaries and $4,000 of that is other expenses. You can cut a thousand dollars out of your other expenses, or maybe you lay off an employee that's making $3,000, right? So you're going to get a really a way bigger bang for your buck looking at your employees um, and, and looking at your salaries. Um, but sometimes that's, those are the harder decisions and those are the decisions that you want to make last. So all I would say is I'm not saying to cut people first, and I'm certainly not saying to cut your salary first. I'm a big proponent of paying yourself first, actually. Um, so I'm not saying to cut it. I'm just first. I'm just saying that make sure if you're taking the other piece of the pie in terms of cutting your expenses where they can be cut, if that it's making a big enough difference for all the effort that's going to take to cut it. So maybe there's something on the other side that is really huge, like a piece of equipment, or um, I know in our company, sometimes we're holding on to some lease trucks too long, right? We can, we can cut those sooner um, and not have them hanging out on overhead instead of attached to a job. So sometimes there are some things out there that do make a big difference in that other category of other expenses. So just make sure that it's worth the effort um, of putting it in and really do take a hard look at those employees' um, salaries and your salaries based on your other expenses. So if you do number one, um, and you figure out where you're making the money and you go after that and you go after it big time and you cut some of your expenses, you should be able to release the stress and release the, the idea that you can't pay your expenses and release um, the stress over being able to pay your employees. You can do this if you can get some customers to come in and sell some products or um, have people sign up for things that you're creating that's going to make you some money within the next 30 to 60 days, you can release that um, horrible world that you're in pretty quickly. Um, the idea is to, to leave it there for a little bit to see if you can save some money and then so then you don't have to go uh, into this, the stress bubble again or as often. 
But the third, so that's number number two is to cut expenses. And then the third thing I would say would be to um, ask for help. So a lot of times when we're in um, these places, it's really hard for us. And I think I've mentioned this before in a stressful or trauma situation, it's really hard for us to access, and this is science, uh, access our entire brain. And you need your entire brain to be able to figure out solutions to these problems. Um, You don't want to um, quickly react And you don't want to, um, one, close your business or two, make decisions that are that are going to be worse in the long run. Like I said in the beginning, sometimes when we get in these really troubled situations, we go out and just sell and sell and sell and sell and increase our revenue. And what we find is when we turn around, we look and we say, oh, my gosh, that put me that I'm worse off because I've just spent all of this money trying to get this money in the door and I'm not making any money on the money that is coming in the door. And, and we were there. I'm telling, I'm telling the story as a, as a personal story. So I would say, ask for help, find someone that knows your industry, um, someone that knows you and what your goals are for your business. Um, and is it okay to, to step down from growth for a little bit, to pause a little bit so you can get your hands around what is happening, what money is coming in, what money is going out? And sometimes it's, it's best to have a helper by your side. Sometimes it's best to ask a friend, um, ask a colleague, ask a trusted family member. Sometimes it's good to have three people that you're asking. So you can get different perspectives on maybe what you can do. Ultimately, it's going to be your choice. Ultimately, you're the one in charge of this business that you've created. Um, And ultimately, it's going to be your choice to to make decisions around um, and make the best decisions that you can around, around what's happening in your business. So if you need me, if you're asking for help and you don't have as many helpers as you'd like, you can visit my website at cashstrategies.com and that's C-A-C-H-E strategies.com. Um, you can text me, you can find my phone number on my website. You can text me for, a, for um, up to a free or up to a 30 minute consultation for free. And we can go through and just find out where your pain points are and what would be the best when you when you shoot yourself out of the can what where would be the best place to land first um you could also follow me on spotify you can subscribe to get um my podcasts and follow me on social media for tips and tricks and insights to all things cash flow so until next time small businesses i would say keep showing up Keep solving problems and keep learning. Thanks for listening.